0: I'm your host, Rufy Castro, and welcome to the Epicenter Fresno podcast. Praise the Lord and welcome back, my friends. The message, not by might nor by power, was originally preached on April 2nd, 2023. This happened to be... Palm Sunday as always if you haven't listened to the complete message I encourage you to do so you can do that by going to our Facebook page our Instagram page or our YouTube channel you could also go to our website www.epicenterfresno.com and there you will have access to our social media outlets I do recommend you listen to the preaching before listening to the podcast that way you'll get the very most out of this podcast. With that being said, let's get started. We came out of two different scriptures. We came out of Zechariah chapter 4, verses 5 through 10, and we also came out of Matthew chapter 21, verses 1 through 10. We dealt with the issues that Zerubbabel was having in the book of Zechariah. Zerubbabel was the governor, they are rebuilding the temple, and Zerubbabel is having an issue. And it's not because the people don't want to work to rebuild the house of the Lord. But the issue that Zerubbabel is having is that there are four kings of the Gentile nations that have gathered themselves together, and they are threatening to stop the work of the Lord. Zerubbabel as the governor, he has to oversee not only the building of the temple, he also oversees Ezra, who is the scribe, um, and Ezra's job is to make sure that the word of the Lord is kept in a safe place, uh, he reads the word of the Lord to the workers as they're building and working, he reads the word of the Lord to all of the people, that's a part of Ezra's job, he also has to oversee Uh, Nehemiah so the work that Zerubbabel has to do it's a lot not only that but it is Zerubbabel's responsibility to make sure that the walls of Jerusalem the temple of Jerusalem is actually being built according to what scripture says so not only is he mindful of the word of God but the Bible also lets us know that he has a plummet uh, so what that is, it would be the equivalent to a level. If you ever put up, um, you know, like pictures on the wall or if you ever did any sort of construction, uh, there's this device. It's, it's a level and you use it to make sure that things are straight. Back then, there were no levels. I guess the level back then would be a plummet. And what that was, it was a string that had a particular kind of stone. On the bottom end so you would hold it and you would place it next to the wall and the stone the weight of the stone would create a straight line it would allow the string to be completely straight and then you would measure to make sure the wall uh, was straight so that's also his job so he's out there with the builders and he's hearing the word of the Lord as Ezra's reading it um, and at the same time as the governor he's kind of the ruler um for lack of a better word uh so that we're able to understand um he's the ruler i guess right he's the governor and uh so he has to make sure that the people are taken care of he needs to make sure that if there's an enemy attack that the people are armed and this is a very crucial time in the history of israel in fact when you read you find out that the men were working with one hand and were ready for battle with the other hand. So they all had their swords. They all had their weapons because they knew that at any time uh, they could be attacked. And you may wonder, well, what does this whole message have to do um, with uh, Palm Sunday? And, and this is what I'm saying. You need to you need to go back and listen to, uh, to that whole preaching and, and it will help you understand. Uh, one of the things that we have to realize is that without... The gift that God had given Zerubbabel, there wouldn't have been a temple uh, standing in the time of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There was a job that God had called Zerubbabel for and his contemporaries. And had they decided not to uh, complete that job, had they decided not to move forward in the calling of the Lord, then history could have looked uh, a lot different than the history that we read. So the issues Zerubbabel's having is he's really becoming stressed out because the rumors of war are getting stronger. Uh, And not only that, but some of the people that were backing up Zerubbabel uh, are now backing away. Um, If you think about your life, maybe there's been a situation that you've gone through where you start off and you have your friends and you have people that have your back, um, but then things get tough. Things get very tough, and the people that once had your back decided, you know what, I don't want to get involved in the situation. Um, I have a family. Uh, I, you know, My wife isn't going to like that I'm involved in this. It's going to take up too much of my time, things like that, whatever the reasons may be. And you find that little by little, those that were there to back you up um, are now, they're not there anymore um so a perfect example would be school you you know group of friends and you know you're going to get in a fight and you take some of your friends with you to you know back you up to make sure you know no one else jumps in you know i'm going back to high school right with this uh but then the other group shows up and they got bigger guys and and all of a sudden you know you're getting ready to fight and uh, you look at your friends and they're kind of like backing away because they're realizing that if one of those big guys jumps in, like they don't want to jump in because you're going to get beat up. So uh, they leave, right? And now you're there to face this battle by yourself. So this this is something that Zerubbabel is going through because scripture does say that the heart of the people started to become dismayed. So he goes before the Lord and he prays because what Zerubbabel is facing to him it's a mountain. It doesn't matter which ways a rubable turns nothing it's there's no positive outcome to it. There's gonna be slaughter um he's gonna lose a lot of men you, you You're talking four kings that have four armies against. These are exiles, right? These are Cyrus gave the order so that they could leave um, slavery. So they're probably not even trained the way they're supposed to be trained. So Zerubbabel knows that this is going to be a slaughter. There's no way that any anything can happen that's good. So to Zerubbabel, he views things as a mountain. When God begins to speak to Zerubbabel, he addresses the problem, the way Zerubbabel sees it and not the way God sees it. And this is very important. What this shows is that God understands where Zerubbabel is coming from. So think about this. Think about you're you're going through an issue in your life and you start telling your friend about the issue. Uh, Maybe, I don't know, God forbid, uh, you're going to get laid off and you start telling your friend you're going to get laid off and you're it's a mountain for you because you got to figure out how are you going to pay the mortgage, how are you going to pay the uh the bills, um the car notes. It's 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 a huge issue. The worst thing that your friend could do is say, "Oh, just have faith in God." Because that's an easy out. Just have faith in God. Or Even worse than that is, well, maybe you're in sin, and maybe you need to repent, and that's why God is allowing you to go through this and and allowing you to be laid off, like one of Job's friends, right? So that's like the worst, that's like the worst, because they're not understanding what you're going through, and maybe they don't understand because they've never been in that situation, but when you talk to an individual who's been in a situation you're going through before, the answer is very different because they see the problem the way you see the problem because they've been there before and the words of encouragement that they can give you in fact they'll even cry with you because they remember how they felt when they were going through that same situation you're going through that's the beauty of of having friends that have gone through issues that you're dealing with uh and, and the Lord, you know, bringing them out because they are a testament and a testimony of the power of God. At the same time, they completely understand what what you're going through. They've walked in those shoes before. And I love that God does that because when God tells the rubable, it is not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Right after that verse, he and speaking, this is the Lord, right? Right after that verse, God directs his attention to the problem that Zerubbabel is facing. And he addresses that problem the way Zerubbabel sees it. Because scripture says, he says to that to, to that problem, right? He says, he asks the question, who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? And then he goes on to say that that mountain is going to be flattened down to to a plain. I love that because once again, it lets us know that God understands the situation that we're going through. This is important. When you're going through whatever situation you're going through, uh, the illness you're going through, the breakup that you're going through, maybe it's issues at the job, uh, whatever issue it is, this is why we go before the Lord in prayer. Because God loves us enough to not address our problems the way he sees it. Because what is anything before the eyes of the Lord, right? Nothing. Uh, The Lord is great and mighty and ruler of all things and and nothing can stand in his way. Uh, But you and I are not God. You and I do feel the pain. You and I do feel the stress. So this is why we take it before the Lord in prayer, because what God will do is he will address our problem exactly the way we see it. And he will speak to our problem in a prophetic way. At the same time, we're listening to this. He will speak to our problem in a prophetic way to help us understand that that problem, that issue is going to be fixed. Now, when he does this, there's great joy that comes into our hearts so we go back to Jerusalem the those believers had to make a decision right so the bible says that they decided to grab palm branches and they decided to place them uh, you know at the feet of the donkey and, and so Jesus could 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 go over those palms so the question has to be asked if this is the beginning of the passover why would they be bringing out branches Branches are used during the Feast of Tabernacles, during Sukkot. Well, here's the thing. Many times because we are facing a big mountain, a great mountain, we tend to cover ourselves. We tend to separate ourselves. We tend to become distant. And the covering that we use is a covering of protection. We protect ourselves. We don't want people to know what we're going through. If we're believers in Jesus Christ and we live in a country that there's persecution, many times we don't want people to know that we worship uh, Jesus Christ because it can mean death to us. It can mean death to our family, death to our children. So many times we, we cover ourselves. So what ends up happening is that when Jesus enters into Jerusalem, the crowd is so excited. His followers are so excited. At that moment in time, they truly believe the millennial kingdom had started because Jesus entered into Jerusalem riding on the donkey, Zechariah chapter 14, that what they did because they were so overwhelmed, they began to praise God right? Now, understand this. It's going to be the beginning of the Passover, right? But they knew that because the creator of heaven and earth is here, I have to give him a Passover praise and more. Because the creator of heaven and earth is here, I have to give him a Pentecost praise and more. Because the creator of heaven and earth is here, I have to give him a feast of trumpets praise and more. Because the creator of heaven and earth is here, I have to give him a feast of tabernacle, praise, and more. What the feast of tabernacle symbolizes is symbolizes us dwelling in the presence of the Lord. So what did they do? They stripped themselves from their covering, from the thing that protected them from society. They cut down the branches because they were willing and ready to accept that they would be reigning with the Lord. They are in his presence. So I I just want to encourage you this uh, on this day. I don't know the mountain that you're facing. I don't know what you're going through, what you're dealing with, but I do know one thing. If you place that in the hands of the Lord, God will speak to the mountain, not the way he sees it, but he will speak to the mountain the way you see it. He will cause a great thing to happen and you will fully understand that the victory is yours, not by might nor by power, but by his spirit, saith God. Don't forget to check out our website at epicenterfresno.com where you will find links to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram.